The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right, boys and girls, the name on the marquee is Beer It Is. My name is Nubias Woolborn, and today we are here in Chambly, Georgia, GA, at Hop Sticks. Very interesting place, group pub, and probably one of the more unique group pubs you're ever coming in contact with. Because they're doing it with Asian style food, a little sushi, a little sake, but well made, high level craft beer. And I am here with the owner, my man, Andy Tan. Andy, how are you? Good, I'm good. Uh, thanks for coming in. And uh, uh, yeah, you just like you said there, you know, we are the first brew pub in, in Georgia to focus on Asian fusion foods. So um, a truly unique, you know, new concept in town. So, hey, so how did you decide to pair beer with Asian foods? Um, you know, uh, surprisingly, you know, craft beers. Pair really well with you know a lot of Asian you know foods. Uh, it's just that you just haven't seen that a lot. Mm. Or, you know, not even in Georgia. Right. Um, but you know, um, craft beers, like I say, you know, they, they, they do pair really well with Asian foods. Yeah, and it's interesting because there's there's one place up in Virginia that's an Asian style restaurant, and other than that, I was looking at my research, there weren't very many that were taking this level of concept, but I mean, you guys are playing with the food, I mean, let's get into the food and we'll get into the beer, like I'm looking at your lunch menu, you got the ahi, got the miso ramen, and let's talk about those two dishes, and then what would you pair those beers with style-wise? You know, like the ahi, I mean, that pairs really well with your, um, like your blonde, uh, or even pale ale, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and also like the miso ramen, you know, you can pair that, you know, with a, a darker beers like our English mild we have on taps, you know. Um, it's just really nice. And that sounds good, man. And so from there, the ramen, you, you mentioned the ramen, like, um, I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit spicy, the pork belly, right. kind of rich. I mean, there's a couple ways you can go with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like the pork belly, you know, in the uh, uh, miso ramen, it's really awesome. It's ribada yaki, which means like it's actually ribada grill. Nice. Um, you know, we we got, you know, we we uh, we bought our, um, we source our uh, ribada grill, you know, uh, directly from Japan. Uh, nice. Due, due to the amount of heat that it puts out. And from there, being able to look at the sourcing, kind of making it authentic. So, I mean, what, what made you take the extra step, man? Because that's, that's a... That's definitely an investment. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, just growing up in Southeast Asia, you know, being exposed to so many different types of cuisines, um, it's just awesome, you know. And uh, we're going to be playing with uh, um, a lot more, you know, Asian cuisines, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, Asian street food, stuff like that. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, check check us out. Nice, nice, nice. And tell people where you guys are located, how to kind of find out where you are on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, so, uh, you know, find us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you know, uh, those are, like, the two, you know, mm-hmm. um, social medias that we are, you know, we're focusing on right now. And it's Hopsticks, H-O-P-S-T-I-X. Correct. And from there, man, let's talk a little bit about your beers. We have the trackside pale and the BC brown that are on now. Walk yes. us through the trackside pale first. So the trackside pale that is actually uh, has some uh, history in, in in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's actually the first commercial beer ever brewed in Chambly. Mm. Um, you know, we brew that beer with a uh, Pilsner Bark uh, imported from Germany mm-hmm. um, with some, you know, uh, Munich and uh, crystals. Um, and we hopped it with the Centennial, Columbus, uh, Citra, and Azaka. Um, and of course, uh, Simco as well to get that, you know, uh, um, fruity, you know, notes up front, you know. So you get like some mangoes, um, uh, passion fruit, you know, stuff like that. So. All right. And then from there. The BC Brown, man. It's a 3.5, man. Very yeah. sessionable. Very sessionable. Um, you know, I love session beers, man. You know, um, the type of beers that you can have, you know, a few and, uh, you know, and, and still just keep going, man. You right. know? So, yeah, great beer. Nice, nice, nice. And it's a brown, English style. So, I mean, walk me through, like, the malt bill, kind of what you decide to go with on that. Um, you know, like the, the English mile, you know, we brew that with the, uh, you know, pale, pale malt from, uh, of course, from, uh, UK, uh, mm-hmm. or more known as, uh, your, uh, Maris Otter, and then, uh, uh, chocolate, you know, and, uh, you know, like, uh, the, the beer, it showcases, you know, like that chocolatey, biscuity, uh, you know, flavor and aroma, um, and hop, you know, a single hop with East Cap Golding. Nice, nice, nice. And then I'm actually about to now, while John, I'm here, I'm good. Try your, try your trackside pale. Right. While yep. I'm here, man. So let's see. I, first of all, I got to tell you, I like the color on this beer, and I like the clarity, which yeah. tells me a lot about what you're doing and right. how you're treating it. So let's check it out. Oh, that's pleasant, man. Thanks. Yeah. Very pleasant. Mm, okay, it is what a pale ale should be. It's literally citrusy, yeah, you know? but not overly powerful. Slight little hint of piney at the back. There you go. But it's just enough to you know let you know it's there. Right. But it's not overly hoppy. It's not an IPA. It right. is a pale ale. It's a pale ale. I like it. I like it. So thanks. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so is that kind of your mo for your beers? You you want them to be kind of sessionable? Is that your? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I really enjoy. You know, like to medium body beers. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying I'm. You know, I, I do not enjoy doctor beers. I do. You know, right. But uh, um, there are a lot of things you can do. You know, um, just like I said, um, um, that uh, that English mile, such a session beer, but lots of flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't have to be the uh, the alcohol. And so I'm going to check out this English brown now. This is the classic English style mild. Oh, the nose on that is there. Yeah. The nose is there. Yeah, so tell, tell me a little bit about how you get this nose there, man. Like, you should get a chocolate biscuit, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and some caramel as well. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And it has the mouthfeel, and it's interesting because it, this right. is a lighter beer. This is a 3.5. Yeah. 3.5. Very easy, but it has the mouthfeel. Yeah. Lots of flavors. Of a bigger beer. Yes. It's, it's complex. It, you nail it. Yeah. Salute to you. Cheers to you, man. Unfortunately, you're not feeling very well today. today. So, you know, my man Andy, he's trying his best here. Thank him so much for doing this, guys. By the way, you're listening to Beer It Is on the CSP Network. My name is Tobias Woolborn, and today we're here at Hot Sticks in Shambly, Georgia, down by the train tracks. And that brings us to a whole other thing here, man. Shambly, from what I hear, is really kind of starting to get into the crap you're seeing. So what's that been like seeing the growth here? Um, You know, being the first to pioneer, you know, like the crap beer, um, uh, industry, not industry, you know, but uh, the first brew pub in Chamblee. Right. Um, you know, really, uh, yeah, really exciting, you know. Um, 
and Chamblee has grown so much, you know, from way back in the days, you know, and um, like I said, you know, Chamblee has been like the melting pot of like of Atlanta. Yeah. You know, you have so many kinds of uh, cuisines, you know. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say the best ethnic food right. yeah. in the state is in the Chamblee Doorville, yeah, absolutely, for highway area, absolutely, man. man. And so with that. How important is it to get the food right here? Because, I mean, you have people from all the Asian countries yeah. that are here. Um, very important, you know. Uh, we try to uh, we try to use, you know, I mean, we use the best ingredients. Like our miso ramen has quickly gained popularity. Mm. Um, and all the fishes that we got, like from, from the raw bar section, you know, just really high quality sashimis. Nice. And uh, and also, you know, uh, we have our own uh, brew pub menu to cater to those that you know don't um, don't prefer raw stuffs. Nice, nice. And uh, you know, we have like sushi corn dogs and stuff like that. You, you make it a little fun, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's say somebody's coming in here first time, right? And okay, maybe. I see you have the sliders, yep. and I'm looking at how you deal with with the tenderloin. Yeah, you're not playing around there. Uh, no, no. Uh, like I said, we uh, you know we use the best ingredients. Oh, wow. I'm looking at that fish coming off right now. By, yeah. by the way, guys, when you come in this place, you first as soon as you walk in, you the aromas hit your nose <laughs> from the fresh fish and the cabbage and all these fruits, and you see the bright purple on the cabbage. You see the breadfruit. You see all these different things going on as you walk in because the kitchen is right there, smack in front of you. Yeah, and. That sourcing, man, like, what does that mean to you? Um, it means a lot. I mean, you know, I just want every every part of this restaurant as a showcase to people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they have that direct interaction with the bartenders, of course, at the bar. Plus, you know, they can see through the kitchen and right. the brewery back there. So just a very open, you know, feel, uh, modern, industrial. Uh, yeah, very exciting. I can land if I put a little pressure on the chefs there, man. Make sure yeah. you, you can't be out back there messing up, man. Right. People see you. Yeah, people see you. You know, nothing to hide. So <laughs> nice, nice. So, man, what's your favorite um, dish on your menu? Uh, I know it's your lunch menu. And you yeah, yeah. Weekend, yeah. Well, you know, like the uh, the tuna tacos. You know, it's really awesome. Ooh, um, that sounds fun. Yeah, the tuna tacos and uh, sushi corn dogs. Like I said, that's that's you know our one of our you know big hit items. So I just go with the, t- the sushi corn dog. Uh, I'm sorry. I just go with the sushi corn dog. Yeah. How'd you come up with it? Um, we just play with the idea. Okay. Try to get that fusion, you know, uh, nice. fusion twist, you know. Um, and it's, it's a bar food, you know, so. It's something you can sit down. You could share exactly. it if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then from there, man, mentioning the food. So let's say, all right, cool, first time, I'm in the beer. But I may not be in the raw food, but I want to try it. What would you say somebody should kind of start with to kind of um, indoctrinate themselves? You know, you can try the rolls. You know, uh, can I see the brew pot menu? Let's see here. You know, we have a uh, spatial rolls here, surf and turf. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, using, the wagyu. Uh, yeah, oh, using yeah. like a high quality wagyu uh, torch. You know, aburi. Uh, the Krakatoa is amazing. Dirty Bird is amazing. Okay, so we got like Dirty Bird, a little right. strip tempura, yep. we got, uh, cucumber. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. So we got. Uh, put you in the game, get you right. started. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then for the sashimi lovers, no one is doing this. You can actually order your sashimi by the ounce. So if you want to try, you know, different kinds of uh, fishes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you, you can uh, do some sort of a uh, journey there. Wow. Know? So listen, guys. They have sashimi. They even have fried chicken. I mean, it's, oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a unique mix of food here to get with your 
Trackside Pale, which is one of their beers, yeah. the BC Brown. And I hear they have a really interesting blonde yeah. um, if it's on. And I would love to check that out because I've been hearing about that beer. Try it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the blonde is, is awesome. You know, something, again, very, uh, very sessionable. And um, So what's the ABV on this blonde? As I, as I pull uh, up right, by the way, probably, ooh, it's crispy. Yeah, four and a half percent, maybe. Okay, smells good. Yep. Pick up. It feels like a little bit of brown sugar, almost. Yeah, yeah. You like to the caramel, nose, right? Yeah. You know, we use uh, Patagonia uh, caramel malt. Mmm. Very, very good. Okay, all right. So this, I love the way this sits, like on the tongue. You hold it there a little bit, right? It feels full, but again, it's a small ABV yeah. beer. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So um, <clears throat> that's the kind of beers that I think will be uh, our highlights here. Now, this beer, what what would you what would you pair that with? Oh man, you know the blonde would go just a, you know with just about anything. I mean, because it's such a easy drinking, low session beer, so it would nice. not, you know, uh, class with any kinds of uh, flavor. So, and uh, we're gonna be brewing a lot of German lagers as well. Okay, so you're gonna go lagers. Okay, right. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So, talk to me about your like how many taps you guys have now, and you have three of your beers on, correct? Right now. Right. So we have. Uh, Four actually, one is still carbonating, it's not there yet. And uh, we'll pull you a sample too. That's the session IPA we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 20 taps here at Hop Six. Oh, wow. Uh, we plan on, of course, uh, uh, you know, dedicating 10 taps for uh, house beers. Nice. And uh, 10 taps for local brew pubs only uh, beers. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at your list here right now. I see right. you got Wrecking Bar and right. Cherry Street, yep. Max, uh, Lagers. Max Lagers, Orpheus. Uh, I think I was here yesterday. In Max, yeah, Max Lager, you mentioned. And I think yesterday I was here, and you, you had something from um, Scufflaw. Yeah. And how much have the other local brewers been kind of helping you out and influencing what you do? Oh man, everybody's been great. You know, uh, we're all like really, really good friends, and uh, everybody's been so helpful and generous. You know, in uh, growing the industry. So you know, it's the the best industry to be in right now. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I was down at um, Gate City last week, and they were. Speaking about speaking very highly about you and kind of what you're doing, so cool. yeah, it's really it's funny. Like I go to brick store, been hearing about you, so I've been wanting to meet you for a while, yeah. man. Because like you. your, your name is your name is traveling pretty well. Thanks, thanks to all those guys. Nice, nice. So listen, guys, we're gonna take a quick pause. You know, we're gonna get with the sponsors, let them do their thing, so we can keep this podcast free. Coming up, coming back on the back end, we're gonna ask Andy about his brewing journey, how he got started, and what is next. For hopsticks, stick and stay. Here it is on the CSPN network. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation and to check out Crown of Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This episode of the Beer It Is podcast is sponsored by Busted Tees, your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friend's attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Cleverly themed t-shirts inspired by movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, geek culture, and much more are on sale right now. To help keep our podcast free, you can order from Bust Tees by going to our official website, cspn.us. 
that's cspn.us, then clicking on the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Busted Tees banner, and then you can shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to Beard Is, and whew, my goodness, that may have been one of the best breaks. I This will be about episode 50 or so of this show, and I'll tell you what, that may have been the best break that I've ever taken on this show, because, and I, I words can't do this food justice, man, we had oysters on the half shell, we had muscles, muscles on the half shell, excuse me, and they were amazing, as my man Andy Tan from Hot Sticks. In Shanley comes back, lets me know. We had these tuna tacos with the sear ahi. Legitimate. We had snapper head that was grilled and it just breaks in with the skin. It's like, oh, you ever had like a really good just grilled leg quarter? Just simple. But it was just like that snap and that bite. That, what's on that snapper? And then tell us about this sushi roll, man. Uh, the roll, that, uh, that's a dirty but roll. We have uh uh, you know, cucumbers, uh, uh, shrimp tempura, uh, uh, unagi eels, you know, t- yep. you know, top with our house, uh, tare sauce, so very good. And it just, it just, everything is what it's supposed to be, but the quality of the ingredients are there, so the food, miraculous, and it pairs well with the beer here. So, we're going to go from there, we're going to get into Andy's brewing story. Eight years of homebrew. Yep, eight years of homebrew. Right. Uh, you know, and, uh. Yeah, just decided to uh, turn pro and uh, <laughs> go from the home. Exactly. So, wait, what 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 did you first start brewing on? Though? Uh, I started brewing out of a uh, you know a five gallon, uh, actually a similar or a four gallon pot. You know, okay. Uh, Stove top. You know, really easy setup. You know, um, and just been really fascinated. You know, and enjoying like the, the brewing process. Thing, you know. It's fun. It's like cooking. So were you were you all grand in? Were you adjuncts? What were yep. you doing? Okay. So, uh, you all grand? Okay. So I I did one extract batch. Right. I think everybody yeah. does one. Yeah. Switch to all grain and never look back. Nice, nice, man. So what was the first beer you brewed on the all grain? Uh, first beer I brewed on all grain is a pale ale. Okay. Yeah. Is that the same one? That's the. That's actually. Um, uh, yeah. So that's actually like I would say the seventh version of you know. Right. Uh, whatever that I brewed that I tweaked. Nice. Um, yeah, the first version, you know, turned out great, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I went a little over top on, the, you know, the malt and the hops. Okay. Very usual. Yeah. Know, as a home brewer. Right. You know, tend to go over the top. So, uh, but, yeah, you just learn throughout the years. So. You know, uh, that going simple is always the best. Nice. Don't go overboard. Don't go overboard, man. It's a lesson for life, lesson for brewing, lesson for everything. So, when did you realize that you had something people actually would pay money for to drink? Uh, by dad, what do you mean, sorry? Really? Yeah. So you won't even, you didn't care about that? Uh, no, I'm sorry, but well, what did you mean by that? No, no, okay, just, okay, let's be real. Like, if you're brewing beer and you're taking it for free, people are going to drink your free beer. Right. But when it comes down to actually, like, buying it, when did you realize that people actually pay for your beer? Or was there a moment where you're like, yo, people might actually buy this and I might yeah, make yeah. some money, yeah. Uh, you know, like, I've entered... In a lot of competitions, okay, and, uh, took a lot of awards, you know, uh, home, 
and I was named Brew of the Year by uh, uh, one of the oldest homebrew club in uh, Georgia. Nice. Covid Ops. Um, and people are like, hey man, you know, this is uh, really good beer she's putting out. So, and it's something that you you enjoy drinking too, you know. So, right, right. Yeah. So you liked it, people liked it, and you're like, you know what? Right. Maybe I can make a little bit. I got, I can make a living off yeah. of it. So what type of work did you do before this? Uh, I mean, sort of, you know. Uh, Trade, you know, like export, import, a lot of stuff, you know, uh-huh. back home, Indonesia stuff, you know, so yeah, just here and there. This is a grind, man, right. just a constant grind. Yeah, yeah. And what has been the greatest lesson you've learned from brewing? Um, the greatest lesson? No, uh, if to, there is one, it's just yeah. <laughs> uh, To be passionate, you know, mm-hmm. and because uh, if you don't have the passion, you know, you're not going to grow. Passion matters, and I'll tell you another place we can find passion each and every week here on Beer It Is on the Seasman Network. My name is Tobias Woolborn here at the Hot Sticks in Chambly, Georgia. Literally right by the train station, the Marta. Got the railroad tracks, just the whole vibe, man. Very industrial. How'd you pick this location, this specific location? Uh, you know, I just drove down the street and I saw this building. Uh, you know, made an appointment to check out the inside and, uh, and the rest is history, you know, so. What was the building before? It was, uh, you know, back in the 50s, it was an uh, auto-service, uh, uh, you know, store. Mm. Uh, auto-service place, and uh, back where the brewery is right now, that's where they service their cars. So. Oh, wow. And real quick, we got here, let's talk about the brew house, man. Um, five-barrel system. Explain to us what that is and how that kind of works. Um, yeah, five barrels. Uh, just try to keep it small uh, so we can experiment more with uh, beers. Uh, until, of course, you know... Our demand, you know, increases, and uh, yeah, just try to keep things fun. Nice. So, when are you guys open? What are your hours? Uh, our hours are Monday through Thursday, eleven to nine thirty, and uh, Friday, Saturday from eleven to eleven thirty. Right, so, how many people do you see in here? Uh, we see about ninety people. Ninety uh, people, okay. Right, and uh, about another forty-five or so in the private room. So you get about hundred forty something. Nice, nice, nice. So I see the doors over there. I'm assuming that leads to the private room. Right, yeah. So may, and some nights you may get some busy. You may open that up. You yeah. depending on what's going on, and right. then you have some nights where that'll be closed. That'll be specifically for private parties and events. Yep. Nice, man, and it's getting to that spring season, about to warm up. Well, it never really cooled down in Georgia this year, but what types of things you guys have planned for the spring coming forward? Um, for the spring, man, we, uh, we're going to play with some, uh, definitely a half a bison, you know, uh-huh. and a, a more, you know, a lot more type of beers, you know, that, nice. yeah, that you can enjoy, drink, you know, take glasses and still go to work. <laughs> nice, and that's what you want to be able to do. You have your glass. Enjoy the flavor of a beer yeah. with your meal, but then still be able to actually go and function. Right, exactly. I like that, man. And then lastly for you, real quick, what are you drinking other than your stuff, man? Um, I, you know, I enjoy uh, all my uh, brew pop friends' uh, beers, you know. Max Lagers, Cherry Street, uh, Ranking Bar, mm-hmm. uh, Twins, you know, my buddy there, Mike Castano. Just Shout out to Mike. I just had him on a couple weeks ago. Good dude. <laughs> yep. Just took over that uh, brewing master, brew master position there. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for him. You know, shout out to him. Um, yeah, it's awesome, man. That's it. So that brings another question. So like the brewers, like the, you know, like the, the big, bo- no, I won't call them big, but you know, like the production breweries, they seem to kind of have a bond with the guild. Right. As a brew pub, you guys in the guild? You guys have your own guild, or how does that kind of work? Um, no, I mean, we we are we are also in the uh, the Georgia Craft uh, Brewers Guild. Shout out to Nancy Palmer. Yeah, Nancy, yeah. Nancy Palmer, and uh, great job. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're part of the uh, guild. 
would there, would there ever be like um as like because like there's like there's twins there's tour shop I mean there, there's a few of you would you guys ever like maybe not say you would leave the guild maybe like kind of have like your own kind of like little cluster. Um. You know, we uh, we haven't talked about it, you know, so we'll see as uh, things progress. But uh, so far, it's been great, you know. Nancy's been doing a great job. So. We're supporting you guys. And um, I guess eventually you'll have growlers to go. Is that something you guys want to yeah, do? at some point. That's okay, some point. gotcha. Well, guys, listen, this has been a really fun episode of Beer It Is. I wish I could have brought you guys with me to try the food. However, there will be pictures yeah. on my Instagram, yeah. on my Snapchat, and when I post this podcast live, you'll be able to see that. But more importantly, you have to come yourself. Come check out this wonderful yeah. place. It's casual but cool. So if you wanted to wear a suit, you could. If you wanted to wear a t-shirt and jeans, you could. And either way, the food is amazing, reasonably priced, and more importantly, fun. So thank you so much, Andy. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming in. Guys, listen. Once again, here it is, and we are out.